welcome back to Intertwined Minds, a podcast that encounters more dicks in public than your grandmother in the late 60s. So last time I said I was going to come on Big Gary's Coach, and boy I did. That Craigslist ad went up, and we went in, it was a tsunami. They had to bring in extra cleaning staff. The floor, it'll never be the same. Permanently stained white. And Big Gary, he is now out of business because no one wants a sticky coach. We're your hosts, Captain. And Big Gary. And Big Gary has moved on to bigger and better places. He had to. Uh, no, he did not have to. He could have beat your ass down and shot you with his four-barrel shotgun that he's got kicking out back that he made in his garage at home. But he decided not to because you seem like a sad, sad man. I'm Skip. <laughs> Welcome back. Welcome back. Uh, so we had a doozy of an episode last week, and uh, we uh, we I've actually been re-listening to that one and having a good time, a good laugh at it. You know, it's been funny. I definitely want to do another one of those. All right. I kind of feel like switching roles because that seems like something we would usually do, but I honestly think that our roles were perfectly suited. <laughs> I think our roles were perfectly suited. I think you were the great customer and I was doing my fucking absolute best <laughs> at trying to be professional and not snippy because my nature is pretty snippy. Yeah. And that's that's a cross that I have to bear, but I don't. I, I just be snippy. But I'm also one of those people I can come up with stuff off the fucking... I'm not saying you can't either. I'm just saying. What do you think I was doing? I know. (laughs) Tell me. (laughs) Going to Columbia from Miami. It's peak season. (laughs) But I feel like I... See, there's places you won't go. Yeah, and the places you go, I have to cut out anyway. So what's the difference? (laughs) Well, that's a good point. What's the difference? Speaking of which, now that you're here today... So you're going to say something one day and someone's just going to friggin' you're just going to have it. That's true. (laughs) I feel that's true. That's that's literally what you told me today as I'm walking to my house. I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? That, it made total sense. One of these times you're going to say the wrong thing to the wrong person and that you're going to, actually what I went with is get got. Get got. You're going to get got. That was it. Yeah. And if you don't think that's true... We have to have you checked. <laughs> so, nothing I can do. Well, one of these times you're going to say, I'm not saying it couldn't happen to me. I'm just saying it's more likely to happen to you. <laughs> That's fair. Um, yeah. So, this week, uh, the captain wanted to do some Mad Libs, but we didn't get the chance to print those off. Uh, rigmarole. Uh, <laughs> rigmarole. That's all I'll say. Uh, so we'll probably get into Mad Libs next week. I do have some, uh, pretty exciting, spicy episodes coming up for the captain, but I need to wait a little bit. It's not, it's not the right time. I do need to wait a little bit, but I do have some spicy ones cooked up. Uh, we're probably going to get into another, uh, one or two of those customer complaint calls, but this week I thought we'd take it a little deep. We'd get a little deep this week. That's what I thought would be a fun, fun, interesting thing to do this week. Deeper than... Yavanka's Schlonghole? <laughs> I don't know who Yavanka is. That sounds like a fucking weird name, and I don't want to know how deeper Schlonghole is. <laughs> so, I don't know. But this week, I thought we could have uh, an existential crisis together. Oh my god, what's that? It sounds amazing. <laughs> so, existential kind of comes from the Latin word of exist. Existential crisis is like if I uh, if you start thinking about the meaning of life. 
you know? And, like, it, it doesn't really have one answer. It has, like, a thousand different ones. And you could really send yourself into a downward spiral while thinking of them. Okay. So this week, I've collected some uh, existential questions and some existential topics that I thought me and you could have a deep, nice, spiraling conversation together. This is going to be interesting to see where we go on this. Yeah, well, uh, the, the one that I want to start off with, I think you'll actually appreciate. With Will Smith and Chris No, Will? that's... No. I don't know if I want to give my opinion on that, because... Actually, fuck it. The world is split. I think Will Smith's a punk. <laughs> I think he's... I think I think Will Smith is a punk-ass bitch for that one. That was some, like, backhanded... Well, it was a front-hand, but... Front-hand. <laughs> but it was some backhanded bullshit, like, not give this guy any warning, be laughing and joking as you're walking up, and then unleash on him like you're some kind of hell-bound hell fucking loon. Like, get fucked, Fresh Prince. Uh, somebody told me a joke, it was like, what if Chris, Walk woke up, if Chris Rock woke up this morning, what would he have on his face? Fresh Prince. <laughs> Which is funny. <laughs> That's funny. But I'm not gonna smack anybody over it. No. Because like, I'm not a fucking psych- psychopath. I... I will say, kudos to Chris Rock, man. He took that like a fucking champ. And because I know personally, if it was me, <laughs> Will Smith, you better be splitting your bank account with me. Well, there's, I'm coming. there's a bunch of interviews with Chris Rock where he's talked about his like mental health journey and like the fact that he doesn't think he deserves love. And he's been walked all over and he let people walk over him his whole life because he just doesn't feel like he deserves it. He's got a lot of issues. Yeah. That just. And then there's also some I'm, things that said like uh, when he got smacked, he was like, oh, I could. And he really thought about going down there and beating the brakes off of Will Smith for a second, which I which. Boy, but you know, I feel bad. Like I, I liked Jim Carrey's take on it. Yeah, he really shit on everyone's night there. Really, everyone who, everyone who put in hard work, everyone who you know busted their ass trying to get to this one place, and he just outshined them with a fuck smack. <laughs> I forget what it's called, but it's pretty much the uh, pelican thing that you said there. Not too the rusty long. pelican. The rust is Will, rusty. <laughs> Will Smith was the homeless man, and the Oscars was the pelican. <laughs> oh, God, talk about existential crisis. Anyway, could you hold this for a second, please? So, one that I wanted to actually start off with, I thought that you'd find this interesting. I was listening to a podcast the other day. Yeah. And they talk about a lot of Mandela effects. They talk about a lot of, uh, well, they talk about a lot of stuff like this, right? They talk about a lot of existential things, a lot of Mandela effects, a lot of spooky, like, ghost stuff. Yeah. And there's this theory that they had that they came up with that um, was a theory on why we experience Mandela effects, which I thought you'd find interesting. Okay. So what they basically said is there's a theory floating around out there that, you know how that there's research done that when you die... Like when you're, you die technically when your heart stops, right? Yes. So there's research done that the brain can live on seven minutes after the heart stops, right? Yes. Like your experience, like, you know, like the whole trope of your life flashing before your eyes. Yeah. So that's basically proven, right? Yes. So basically what the theory is, is that we're all actually dead. We all died in 2012 when the Mayan calendar ended and we are all collectively living in the seven minutes because time is relative, right? So a a minute in this dead state could be 20 years, right? Yeah. Because time is relative. Yeah. So what what they're saying is the theory is that we're all living in the seven minutes that our brain lasts as a collective, 
after you die, because we all died in 2012. And the reason that we experience Mandela effects is because we're living as a collective and a brain and time is relative. So we're spending all this time thinking is that people are trying to remember that they're dead and people are trying to get back to this like realization that we're not alive and they're remembering things differently because everyone remembers it differently. I fucking like that. Isn't that a bit crazy? It is, but it's... I mean, I thought you would enjoy that as just a theory. I I do. And it is existential, so it does fit in here. Because you could think about that for days, and you could have a billion different opinions about it. My brain couldn't think of anything better? Like You know what I mean? No, I know. Like, I, I'm 100%. Like, I'm with you here. Like, we're all... Like, because we're living it as a collective, we're all trying to... We're, like, our brains are trying to tell us that we're dead, and it's living this seven-minute, you know, period. But to us, it feels like years. And, um... Yeah, because we're we're trying to get back to that point, we're fucking things up. Like things are getting fucky, and that's why we experience Mandela effects. That's that's interesting. Actually. I thought that was an interesting way to look at Mandela effects, at the very least. I'm just sad that my brain couldn't picture me like being rich. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I get what you're saying there. Right? Yeah. Talk um, about getting fucked twice. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, what was the other one I was going to tell you about? There was another one. On the br- oh, hold on, on the bright side, I'll never get gob raped. What if your brain cooks that up? Don't say that. <laughs> oh, Captain, you've had your hand elbow deep in a shit turlet. You think your brain can't cook up a gob rape? Maybe we shouldn't use the term gob rape. <laughs> oh, fucked. That's I don't know if that's better. <laughs> I guess it is. Another one I want to tell you, I, I was listening to this, uh, you know, I was showing you Mr. Nightmare and those spooky stories and shit. Yeah. And I get into those Reddit spooky stories and like, yeah, most of them are bullshit, but on the off chance that one of them's real crazy story. Yeah. So there was a story that this guy went in for a drug trial and they, I can't remember what they told him it was supposed to be, but it was supposed to be to like boost his mental capacity, like his brain, like the brain usage capacity. Which is interesting because don't we only use like fucking 50 Well, that's a theory. I don't think that's proven. Well, still, like, I, I got something else I'll speak on now in a minute, but continue. So anyway, he, um, they give him this pill and they sit him in the waiting room and he goes out there and he starts reading, uh, the magazines were too boring and he was getting through them too fast. And he's not really realizing what's going on, but they had a copy of, uh, Moby Dick in there. Yeah. And in the 10, 15 minutes that he was in the waiting room, he finished it. Huh. Yeah. So he's thinking like, this is great. This is crazy. And they're like, okay, this, this effect should wear off in like an hour. So the best thing I could tell you to do is get home and like maybe get a few things done before this effect wears off. Right. Yeah. But because his, so what happened is his brain is running at a higher rate than it ever should. And because it is, it's like time slows for him. So he had this, <laughs> I'm just picturing like, wait, when you say that, I'm just picturing him driving home and I'm just picturing the road runner. <laughs> no, he tried to walk home and he's like, my brain was running so much faster than my body could. He's like, my body was running at normal speed, but it seemed like it was moving in like triple slow motion. He's like, I tried to walk down the stairs and my brain went so much faster than my body could move that I ate it and fell down the stairs. And he's like, every every hit that I felt, I felt the pain. It, it seemed like it took 20 minutes to hit every stair. And then he went home and he took something with it. He had like a, he, he took something else with it that ended up boosting the effects. Or he took an Ambien or something like that. Yeah. Which is supposed to like put you to sleep, right? Yeah. So it slowed, it slowed the body down more. 
And then his brain, though, couldn't be slowed down. So, and then he, the story was literally entitled, if anybody's at, he went to a train station and he's like, if anybody's at this train station, could you please kill me and make it look like an accident? Because I can't live this anymore. He's like, I basically lived 30 lifetimes worth of life in an hour. He's like, I blinked and my brain, it was like total darkness for what seemed, it was literally a blink, but it seemed to him like it was 20 years. I'd be picking up like fucking everything from like law books to fucking. Yeah, but he, if you blink, it seems like 20 years. You know what I mean? In his mind, it 20 years went by when only in fact the fraction of a second that it takes to blink had gone by. So he had been in complete darkness for him. 20 years. That would suck. Yeah. So he literally was begging for somebody to come by and kill him. He's like, typing this out, typing this story, probably took me 45 seconds to a minute, but to me, it took like three lifetimes to try to get this story written. It was a crazy, it was a crazy little ordeal I had read, and I, I, I appreciate, even if it's bullshit, which it probably is, read it what do you expect yeah but it's a cool story i i would like to know what our brains would be like if we got to function at the highest peak possible that's actually one of the questions in here funny enough like okay well then i'll wait (laughs) well i'll wait to get on to it here's one that i thought was interesting um so existentially think about harsh realities that you or everyone chooses to ignore purposely like realities that we know yeah but in the sake of keeping our minds off of it, or in the sake of not wanting to think about it because it would cause you existential dread, we just ignore. Like death. I... I Every... Sh- no one's getting out. No, no, no. I actually... This is going to sound weird. I actually look forward to it. Yikes. It sounds weird, but sounds I'm... Sounds terrible. I'm picturing it as a long nap. I'm hoping, because no one can fucking tell me it's not. No one can tell it's extent it's actually in here. <laughs> You're fucking my episode, pal. I'm I'm hoping that when I die it's just gonna be a long nap and I love naps. Well what do you think about like what do you think about realities that you choose to ignore purposely like death and corruption and pollution? Like these things are well documented, like global warming or pollution and we're killing the earth. These are well documented, but people just go about living their days like ah, she's good. Yeah. Um I uh because no one wants to sit there and think about this because, God, you will spiral. I just think about that no matter what, no matter how much, like one of them that I choose to ignore, no matter how much free will you think you have or anything, it doesn't matter. We're all puppets on the string. Well, you're tearing my episode to shreds. We we are all... I can't even say we're an ant colony because ant colonies at least fucking work together. We... We tear each other apart for fucking scraps and just to live on the bottom tier. Like, I guess that's uh, fair. Like we're we're pretty much. <sighs> what did I see? There Humans like to think they're more important than they are. We like to think we're more important than we are. When realistically, I think all we are is. Um, we are just living... You are fucking my episode. You went, you ran through like nine of these so far. Sorry, I think we're just living tissue that is built to uh, enhance machinery. Okay, let so me let machines. me just drop this one in here before you get it, okay? 
<laughs> before you get it, before you hit it, let me drop it here because it kind of fits. A human, mm. a, a being, a person, you think that is the body or the mind? Mind or soul, whichever you want to call it. You think, think what makes you the person? Does it make the. Is it's it your the, mind. I think so too. It doesn't matter, like, because no matter what, you still. My mind is telling my mouth to speak right now. If I didn't have a mouth and you couldn't hear me... But if you didn't have a body, you wouldn't be able to do shit. If I didn't have a body, I couldn't do shit. But let me put it to you this way. Uh, this is going to be... It's going to come off harsh. Check out. Right. Paraplegics or like quad amputees, right? <laughs> quad amputees, yes. <laughs> is that the right word for it? No, quad, God, no! Quad amputees? Uh, I don't know. Just... just uh, Anyway. Quadriplegics. Quadriplegics? I think that's it. There we go. So, hundred percent capacity. Now, not being, uh, fuck it. I already said it's going to be harsh. I don't like where this is going. <laughs> so, they can't do a whole lot, right? I'm. You, you I don't can't, like where this is. <laughs> I don't like where this is going. You can't say I'm not correct here. They can't do a whole lot compared to everyone else. But can you classify them as less of a person because? Even if they still have their sane, like sanity and their mind, well, we don't know if they do or not. I guess. I guess brain scan. That's what this was. Well, brain scan. I said amputees. Oh, oh, you're not talking about like completely like. Yeah. So they can speak. So they can oh, speak. Okay, okay, okay. I got you. All right. So even though they can't do as much as like the next person and all that, but they still have a body. They can't go hide. Yeah, but without that body, what I'm saying is, without that body, we don't really exist on this plane of existence, do we? That kind of works into like a spiritual realm that if you want to believe in or you don't. That is a spiritual realm, but I believe that... You know what I mean? Like once the mind leaves the body, it's useless. Yes, but without the mind, the body is useless. It's like a yin and yang effect. Yeah, but but you think that what makes you a person is not the body, it's the mind. Yes. It doesn't matter what body you're in. Yeah. It's the the mind that makes the person. I feel like that's... But like, like now going back to what I was saying before, I believe that... The we have entered a realm of the like cyber the I'm gonna call it the cyber realm. Like everything is about machinery and we are just living tissue that is used to enhance and program machinery to make it opt like Yeah, but that's not that's not it. something that was done. We did that. We did that, and I think we did that to ourselves. We I eventually do believe, maybe not to the point of like Terminator, who knows? Could happen. Could happen. But we have definitely made our own, by increasing everything else, we've made ourselves obsolete. We've made ourselves obsolete. Yeah, but there's things that the human body can do that they've been chasing with machinery for decades and decades and decades and decades. Like, like the way that our blood rushes to the surface, like the way that the body heals itself, like the way that uh, thing, like that you don't have to think about breathing; you just do it. Like there's certain certain systems in the body that are almost impossible to recreate. Like yeah, you can put a you can make a computer that thinks like a person. You can make it make decisions. You can put you're writing, but somebody had to write that algorithm. Yes, but now that that algorithm is wrote, we're obsolete. Yeah, but are we? I think so. Because now, even though it's already written, someone well, else if it breaks, who's going to fix it? Eventually, the fucking computers. <laughs> so you say the that machines. Once we make enough of them, that's it. Once we make enough of them, we're fucked. There's all, and I'm, listen, you, you can't even argue with me on this because it's true. Computers, there's fucking cyborg, like cyborg, whatever you want to call them, AIs out there. 
They could blow me in the fucking water. As soon as they learn how to use the digits properly, I'm fucked. <laughs> Whoever programs that middle finger is fucking <laughs> screwing us. Right? Like, there's, there's going to be no such... You would then have the perfect... Like, so you're the, living in, like, an iRobot kind of uh, dystopian future here. Kind of. Only... Pretty much. Really? Realize you just covered another one of my my another one of my points here. Oh, sorry. You're fucking. Me I so I really hard. believe we're at the pe- like the beginning of iRobot. I see. So like the shitty bots. Yeah, but those are the good bots. You give at us first. Next, you give us another couple of years, and we'll fuck ourselves in the ground. I'm not saying it's gonna be like in the next like two or three years. But listen, I, there's cars that can already drive theirself and park themselves. They crash all the time. Yeah, but they, so did my grandmother. <laughs> Classic. Uh, Jesus. And I would still trust the car more than her. <laughs> That's not good. Well, uh, well I don't know. Uh, this is kind of an interesting one. What is your version of God is the question. And I heard, to just start off the conversation, I heard this interesting uh, theory that someone had, and it was that uh, basically God, quote-unquote God, whatever you want to call the creator of the universe, however the universe showed up, kind of it basically exploded into an infinite amount of pieces yeah. during like birth of the universe, and we are all those pieces... And we're basically, our goal in life is to come back together and basically do it all over. Maybe that happens when we die. Maybe. Who knows? Not me. That would also entangle to the uh, first point that you made there with the, uh, uh, oh my God, like we're all just one big, we died in 2012 and now we're just waiting for our minds to catch up and then we all just sink back together. You know what I mean? Like that'd be kind of a cool theory. It would be a cool theory. Like when, when this whatever creator, whatever happened, blew, blew up, and now we're we're a piece of the universe is peace, planets, earth, uh, everything is a piece, us, animals, and then, you know, at some point, our goal that we just don't know is to work back together and do it all over again. Okay. Uh, so that's just uh, a weird theory that I heard. No, no, no. And then your, uh, what is uh, your version of like, quote unquote, God, creator, you know, higher power, um, I, um, um, what is that word? Uh, omnipotent, uh, some, some word like that. I don't know. I'm, Being. I'm, I'm, yeah. Um, fuck. Um, in my mind, a higher power or, I don't think there's a God. If, as, as like the traditional sense. The like, traditional sense. Now, I do believe in a higher power, but, that higher power, I don't believe, is mystical. I think a higher power for me is just that I think that there's something else out there. We can't... I don't believe that we're the only fucking thing in this universe with a conscience like we do and that... Like, you know what I mean, right? Like, I, I believe that there's something else out there. But I also believe it's fucking smarter than we are. Well, it would have to be. Like, I absolutely, and I think that maybe that's where we got the perception of God from. Maybe that was interesting. I think that was, I honestly think that, boy, this is going to be harsh. Maybe that was. religious it, folks. Yeah, maybe, maybe that was introduced to us, like. That's ye, not my beliefs. Like thousands and thousands of years ago. That's not my beliefs. 
What? My belief is that God and religion and all those things sparked and stemmed from people wanting power over other people and people wanting to keep their thumb on the, on someone else. No, I agree with that. I like, think that's where... Like, you have to follow this specific set of rules that's here because if you don't, you're going to face uh, quote-unquote eternal damnation. And like... You know, you have to donate money here, and you have to be this, and you have to do this, and if you do all these things, and if you're a good little, if you're a good little human for the rest of your life, then when you die, you will be just brought into the arms of the Lord, and He will keep. But I honestly think that that was created for one, make money, and two, to keep their, just to keep people in line. No, no, no. I a hundred, I a hundred percent agree, and the reason for that is because. One, more blood has been spilt on this world, like, in our world, over religion than anything. Just the fucking crusades alone amount enough bodies to just fucking triple the wars that we've had. So, and that's only counting, like, Christianity war. Funny how that works. Yeah, but yet you gotta be a good boy. (laughs) Yet, we're gonna murder mass amounts of people. Anybody who doesn't feel the same way, you fucked. Yeah. And now with all the shit that's coming out about them, too, and all that. It's, you know, it's a touchy subject, but I believe that there is a higher power because like stuff, stuff that we can't explain, like the pyramids, the fucking, I think they did explain the pyramids. uh, Yeah. But there's like some of the beams, they can't explain some of the fucking beams in there. There's no way to explain them how they got the center beams and all that placed. I think, I think there was, I think that did come out. They did come out. I think so. Well, Okay, you kind of just wrecked me. But on again, how, you can't be positive. I can't be positive. But you, oh, sorry to cut you off here, but before I forget, because I tend to my brain shoots around so much. I seen the other day that you know how like think of a T Rex in your mind. Yeah. Right. This. Right. Yeah. Arms. That from that that is incorrect because all of our information from dinosaurs was founded on bones and fossils and shit like this, right? Yeah. So they found all these pieces and they had to recreate what they assumed it looked like by its skeleton. Yeah. So I found the other day that this person was talking about that the arms, and everyone always says, why the fuck would they have those arms? They're basically useless to it, right? Yeah. Like, th- this is, there's no point to this. Yeah. So what I seen the other day is that what what is believed now, the new belief, is that they got that wrong. The arms don't go like this. That's They are useless. So basically, you know how like, you, you picture a T-Rex skin? Like a leathery fucking thick thing. Yeah. What what is believed now is that they were actually covered in feathers. T Rexes were not like. Yeah. Yeah, but this was never widely accepted. Oh, I've I've kind of believed. So that their for a long their time. arms are not like this. They they put them on wrong. They're supposed to be like this, like a vestigial wing, like a like a chicken like wing. a chicken would have. They can't fly, but it, it was there to like attract mates and shit. So the arm is actually incorrect. It was supposed to be the other way, and it was covered in feathers, and it was more like a bird than it was a, a, a lizard. Yeah, because raptors, like they they. Like, chickens and, like, birds are descendants of, like, your velociraptors and all that shit. So, basically, yeah, they fucked up that, and that's incorrect. That's what I was seeing the other day. So, you take the arm that's pointless. Yes, it is pointless, because they got it wrong. It was actually a vestigial wing that was there, just, you can't fly, obviously, because it's too fucking big. But, uh, yeah, it was just for, like, the same thing chickens use them for, like, mating and just, like, moving them. Yeah. Um, What a crazy little deal. I didn't know that. But... But yeah, no, I I do think that there is a higher power, but we only consider it a higher power because it's a, 
being outside of our realm that's just smarter than us, but I think that it exists on the same level as we do, if that makes sense. I think the word is omniscient. <laughs> just hit me. Yeah, I get what you're saying. I don't believe in a... I don't believe in, like, the... Heaven and hell. Heaven and hell, like... I'm not uh, saying it's incorrect, because I don't know. I, I don't believe in reincarnation. I think it'd be cool. You don't believe in reincarnation? You don't think it's possible? I've seen what happened in this life. I don't want to roll the dice on another. Let me put it that way. Yeah, but you never know. What do you mean? But you could, even if it's shit, you just start over again. At some point. And I could spend my whole life as like a fucking... Oh my god, I'm trying to think of something terrible right now. Like, fucking... Dung beetle. No, not even a dung... Well, yeah, that would suck. <laughs> but like... Fuck. I'm saying like every incarnation is you got a million. you got a million chances at it. You're bound to get something good once. You know what I mean? So if yeah, I... But just because you don't agree with reincarnation doesn't mean you can't believe in it a little. Like, it's possible. It's a possibility. It's a possibility, but I'm not accepting it. <laughs> I see. For the, for the sake of this, if you put three, like, three cakes in front of me, and you told me I had to eat all three, two of them are made of shit, <laughs> but one of them's good. You gotta eat all three? Yeah. Okay. I don't get a choice. I can't just go, ooh, no, I'm out. No, that, that was definitely shit. You know, I, I don't get the choice to stop. No, that's definitely shit. <laughs> right? Yeah, but... That's, you gotta eat... I the, mean, at one point, you're getting that good cake. Are you still willing to eat the other two shit cakes? Well, you might as well. No, that's not how it works. <laughs> oh, well, I guess you're no fun. Uh, this is another one that was kind of interesting. Is uh, It says, is one lifetime enough to fulfill all your wishes... Or are there limitations on your quality of time spent on Earth? Depends on how much money I have. Because realistically, one thing... Yeah, but even if you have that, like, even, like... I guess the only way that... The only exception to that is, like, winning the lottery. You know, you just get the money. But most people that are rich didn't win the lottery. No, you gotta find uh, happiness in other places. Yeah, what I'm saying. Do you think that one lifetime, like, let's say a normal span of, like, 80 years... Yeah. Let's say 80 to 85 years normal span, right? Yeah. Do you think that's enough time to do everything that you want to do? If it was years ago, I would say yes. At the rate we're going now, no. I don't think it is either. I think, I mean, think of how much of your day is gone. Like, you work an eight-hour shift. Most people work an eight-hour to nine hours. Nine hours usually because they take out lunch, right? You work eight hours, but they take out lunch, so you're there for nine hours. Then you have to go home and you have to cook and you have to clean and you have to do whatever. And then you have to sleep at, at, also. So, I mean, what are you getting out of your day? Like six, six, seven, eight hours? Yeah. And then with that time, I mean, you have to rest at some point. I mean, you can't, like, yes, I understand sleeping is resting, but you have to take like a mental breather every now and again. Yeah. Plus then you also got other responsibilities. It ain't enough. And I don't, I think that once again, going back to this. Uh, computers, technology, and everything, I think it made it worse on everyone. Because now you see, like, before years ago, like, for instance, you got up, you went, you fed the pigs, you, like, you know, fed, gave some feed to the chickens, you went back, you fucking tended to your garden, you did your own shit, and, like, you know, you went and cut some wood, like, yada, 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 like, years ago, right? Okay. So, you didn't know anything else. You were happy with what you had. Yeah, okay, that's not a thing now. So now, 
for instance, I go to work, I put up with bullshit. And I'm seeing people all the time, like not necessarily people I know, but people from all over the world living extravagant lifestyles. What I would consider extravagant extravagant lifestyles because I would like to go there and visit these places. And then it's just like, oh, yeah, here. Like, oh, fuck you. It just brings so much hatred out. <laughs> that's on you, though. Isn't that a you problem? Yeah, but that's an everyone problem. <laughs> no one looks at someone and goes, oh, good for them. I do. What? Yeah, I do. I never... I, I think that's a toxic thing to do. Go on and wish you were somebody else, or just, like, wish you were... Like, you can't... Like, I, I just I just enjoy being happy for other people. And, like, oh, you're, you're doing you? Good. You're happy in your own life? You're happy in your own skin? Like, you're doing you? Good. Excellent. I think the toxic thing that comes from social media and all that shit would be people that only post that stuff... They only post their vacation or their extravagant watches or their extravagant cars and dinners and, you know, to all me, this shit to just portray this little tiny box, this little tiny piece of their life. Like the good, like it's like making a highlight reel. Okay. But then I, yeah, I get what you're saying. But then I guess it's also on me too. Cause I'm also going on there and being like, Oh, you bastard. Yeah. But you, yeah, but you think that these people are like rolling in money and they're doing all this shit. So they're happy. But most of these people are not happy. Like, they have, like, they shut that off and they're still, like, consumed with the same thoughts that you and I are. Am I good enough? Like, do I deserve this? Uh, you know, and and if they're lonely, I mean, lonely, I mean, money just does not, uh, honestly, money, money doesn't buy happiness to me. And I know what you're saying. No, no, no. Listen, money doesn't buy happiness. Money allows you the freedom to then go and do things that make you happy. Right? But money itself at the root does not buy you happiness. If you're lonely and broke, or if you're lonely and filthy fucking rich, you're still lonely. Right? If you're uh if you're a fucking self hating person and you hate yourself and you're broke, or you hate yourself and you're fucking rich, at the end of the day, no matter what you did that day, you still go home and hate yourself. Money does not buy happiness. Money allows you freedoms to enjoy things that that make you happy, right? But it does not buy happiness. Fair enough. That's how I feel. Uh, that's a good way to look at it. Yeah. Now I understand that. Yes, like money does it. Money allows you to take a lot of problems in your life and then being able to fix them with money, right? Because that's Easily. how the world works. Yeah. You're worried about bills. If you have money, great. Now no more worrying about bills. You're worried about, uh, you know, uh, going to work and you hate your job and blah, blah, blah. You get, you have money. Great. You quit your job. But at the root, at the, like anxiety, depression, uh, you know, uh, suicidal thoughts, all that shit, you can't fix, you can't throw money at that and fix it. I agree. You can afford a good therapist now. <laughs> right. I mean, that's, you know, but at the root, money does not buy happiness. That's how I feel. Now that there is that whole trope of like uh, money doesn't buy happiness, but I'll feel a lot better crying in a Bentley. You know what I mean? There's that, <laughs> there's that old trope. All right. Oh, here's a good one. What, um, like, you know, you watch movies and you like read books and video games and shit. And they all like, it's uh, a very popular topic to have like this uh, dystopian future, like apocalyptic uh, like you have the zombie apocalypse, you have like an apocalypse where like the, the sun blows up. You have the apocalypse where 
uh, machinery takes over and it, the machinery shuts down and the world shuts down, right? Yeah. What do you think is the most, like, of everything you've ever seen, what's the most likely apocalyptic future to you? Hmm. The most likely apocalyptic future? I... Like the one that you could, like, when you see it, you're like, whoa, a little too close to home. Um, to me, it sounds like from what you've been talking about before, like I said, you'd be kind of fucking my episode here by, <clears throat> by skipping ahead. But to me, it sounds like you think it's machinery, like robots and things like that. I hate, like... Autonomous. And, like, whatever. I hate to be that person, but I really do think. Like, because all it takes is for one crazy fucko to type in a bad algorithm, which we have a lot of crazy fuckos here around. Like, there, there's people there that would do that. Like, I think it would all start with war and then escalate, because I believe we're either... What are you thinking, like a nuclear... I th- No, not nuclear. I think nukes are overrated right now because every country... <laughs> Sorry, that sounds nukes terrible. Nukes are overrated. A- every country has one, and we know that if we use too many of them, the whole planet wouldn't be able to exist, so we're not going to use that. Yeah, but you think that's going to stop somebody? I think so. I don't think so. Because if they nuke someone, someone's nuking them. Yeah, and there ain't no escaping it. Yeah, but that's not how people... That's it's like how, fireworks. Yeah, but this is not how the people with the nukes think. They don't think rationally. That's why they have the nukes. Yeah. But it's... It's like fireworks. Once one goes off, the other one goes off. and nah, 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 nah. I, uh, you th- If you're thinking machinery, I honestly think that nuclear... Like a nuclear wasteland would be the most... Like, acceptable theory to me. I think that it's going to come down to nuke, not nuke, uh, like machinery. It's going to start over war, but I think it's going to be war either for what land, like power, land, or just power, just power. Like we're already like, I hate to be like the one going on this. Like Russia, they were ha- like everyone was doing fine all up until they got greedy. I that's all it's going to come down to greed. Then it's going to start another that's, war. That's what the whole world's about, isn't it? And then it's just going to be either be machinery or viruses, and that like it's going to be chemical or machinery. Chemical warfare. I it, can see creating an apocalyptic future for sure. Right. This is kind of an interesting little question. Can truth exist without evidence? Can truth exist without evidence? Yeah. Oh boy, that's a that's a tough one. I know that's an existential question. I know that's the whole point. There's no one answer. There's no right or wrong. There's no you know. Uh yes, I believe it can. So like a god depends on your definition of God and what you believe in. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But like God, there's no evidence of God. People like to think there is, right? But there's no concrete hard evidence that there is a one father but being. No, no, no. no. But then you're getting down to facts. But there is but a that's truth. That's what truth is. No, no, no. You're trying to distinguish a fact. The truth that you're looking for is is that there is in fact but a, a possibility that there is and is not a god. But that's not truth. That is. That's the only truth that you can come out of that with. No, I can either have an opinion, and that opinion would then be considered the truth without facts. But no, that's not the truth. It the truth, truth is, the no, 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 because then that is a hypothesis. That's not a truth. You're, you're, works. if I went like, for instance, uh, okay, I definitely have six fingers on one hand. Then you're fucking blind. Ju- shut up, shut up. 
No, I definitely have six fingers on one hand. If I go like this, I definitely have six fingers on one hand, right? And I turn it sideways. Just because you turn, the, just because I grow turn, a finger, you don't. Yeah, that's not that's the truth right there. No. You don't grow another finger when you turn your hand sideways. But if I keep my hand like this from now on, and I never see it, what is this, Schrodinger's hand? It's pretty much like Schrodinger's hand. If I put my hand like this, and I never see, I only just see the vertical plane of my hand. That wouldn't be a truth. The but truth is, you don't just, have six fingers. No, hold on. But the only and thing... there's fucking evidence that you don't. You know what the evidence is? <laughs> but that's the thing. That's evidence. Without evidence, the only thing I can say right now about my hand is that my hand is placed vertically. I can't say I have six fingers. That's a hypothesis. No. No, just hear me out. That's me being a fucking wacko and hypothesizing that I now have six fingers. The truth is, I don't know how many fingers I have right That's now. not the truth, unfortunately. I don't know. And again, the evidence. If you're looking for that evidence. Oh, nope. Uh, okay. But when you come to stuff like that, like especially with God and that, the truth is we don't know if he exists or if he doesn't. Then your theory is that truth can't exist without evidence. No, because we don't know one way or the other. There, there's obviously. It a, depends on. I guess it depends on what your definition of truth is. Like there's a, there's like definitely a widely a, accepted truth or a truth in me. Like to me, if I was, a, if I, if I'm a devout Christian and I believe in God 100 okay. in my heart, that's the truth. Okay. Yes. And nothing anybody is going to say to me. No. Is going to d- deter me from my truth. But eventually you will find out whether or not. Yeah, you, but to me, like again, to me, that's the truth right now, right? So I have no evidence. You have no evidence, so you believe it. So the only thing you can say is that you hypothesize that there is a yeah, God. That's not, what people, that's not what people think. They, they don't think of God as a hypothesis. They think of God as the truth, the one and only truth, and nothing's going to change. But that. that's, a wrong, in my mind, that's a wrong definition. The truth would be that there definitely is or is not a God. <laughs> I guess. You, I, and there's only. There's no right or wrong answer here is the problem. So I can't argue with you. There, There's only one answer. It's either yes or no. That's the truth. You can either go yes or no. What about maybe? No, there's no maybe. It's either <laughs> yes or no. Everything is black. Everything comes down. No, everything's not black and white. You can't say that. <laughs> There's a lot of gray area. No, everything is black and white. Okay. Here we go. Let me... let me Rape scenario. Come on. No, let me give you your gray area, okay? Okay. You think murder is bad, correct? If you go to get your... If you say what you're about to say, you're about to get right into the gray area before I have to make my point. Do I believe murder is bad? Wrong, yes. No. You're in the gray area. Why? If I went out and kill, if I walked down the street, saw some guy, wasn't doing a damn thing, didn't hurt anybody, had no record as far as I know, I don't know this guy from the fucking dirt on the sidewalk, I have no idea, and I kill him, you think that's okay? Or is that wrong? There's only one truth, or it's either wrong or right. You can't go back to this, okay? There are moral gray areas, okay? If I, if I went You're, out there, the, and, so, and someone was uh, out molesting... Kid after 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 kid. And I fucking killed him and I had enough. And I went to prison. You'd be like, I can't believe you went to prison for that. But if I went out and killed some little old lady who was trying to get money out of an ATM, you'd be like, what a fucking asshole. So that's a gray area. That's not black and white. 
you can't look at light. People that look at black and white to me, the people that look at life as black and white are so misguided and, and, and they have, it's like they have these fucking blinders on that it's like right or wrong. There's no other option. There's, th this is it. That's, that's so misguided. You're not taking into account why, why or how I got here. Like you look at me as a person and the things I've done and you choose to believe that I'm a good person and you choose to believe I'm a bad person without looking at the things in between your, your decision. I feel like that's misguided. I'm not going to say you're not wrong, but when it comes to truth, I believe there's only a right and wrong answer. I don't think so. There's again, more, there's gray areas there because there's a, something that somebody can take as a truth that's, or, and you take the same exact situation and move it to a different person who thinks it's not a truth. Okay. Bullshit. Give me something that's not, a, okay, I guess that's a contradicting itself. Give me something that's not a gray area. Like not a gray area, not a gray area. Murder's wrong. Nobody should ever be murdered. Black and white. You're a murderer, you're garbage. Black and white. Not a murderer, a good person. Murderer, bad person. Black and white. This person over here that never murdered anybody could be swindling people left and fucking right. He could be fucking people every which way to Sunday. He could be the most foul, ignorant, racist piece of garbage that you've ever met in your whole life. But because he didn't murder anybody, good person. This person over here was abused, tortured, raped, had... Every hell imaginable on earth done to them, and they took that person who was doing it, and they killed them. Because they're now a murderer, they're a bad person. That's black and white. But because we don't look at any of the scenarios that I've just described, the gray area, we've just decided because a murderer, because not a murderer, good, bad. You can't do that to me. Fine, and you're backing me into a corner. I see what you're doing. I Fair enough. That's, that's an argument you're not winning with me. I think it's subjective to yourself. Is that fair enough to say? The what? The truth? The truth is but the, subjective. The truth, the truth can't be black and white. Because if you take the same exact scenario and you take it and you you take one person, right? And then if you add another person and if this person believes it's the truth and this is the situation and here's the facts, right? I riddle you off the facts. I read it off a list. This person goes, yep, that's the truth. I take that exact same list and I move down the line and I read it to the next person and he goes, now it's bullshit. Even though my facts are black and white, I have not changed anything, I have not moved anything, this person thinks it's bullshit, and this person thinks it's the truth. And that creates your gray area. Fair enough. I got nothing on that one. I know, because I'm a genius. <laughs> gray, uh... gray area. <laughs> uh, let's see. Do you think it's possible to know for a 100% certain fact that you're not dreaming right now? You know when you have a dream... What you assume to be a dream, I guess, to make my point more believable. Like when you called me or texted sure. me. Yeah. <laughs> that that it's like you're living a life like it's like I it's like I'm here, right? And then I close my eyes and I open them back up and I'm in the same damn place, the same damn people are here, but this is and then and then I wake up, right? Yeah. And then it, I'm I'm somewhere else. Is it possible to one hundred percent be sure that you're in a dream and not like, you know what I mean? Like when you wake up, maybe that's when you fell asleep. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, no, I, I don't think it's a hundred percent to guarantee that I'm not sleeping right now. Right. Isn't that crazy to think of it? There would be like, if I sat down and think about that, my mind would throw into a tizzy. Like, cause every, everything is subjective to your own thoughts, right? Oh, you're, you're really liking that word tonight. Hey? I am you're really enjoying that subjective word. Yes. I see. 
Sorry. It's the word of the day. Word of the day. But it's true, though. You know what I mean? Like, when you think that you wake up, like, you lay down, you experience this thing that's hyper-realistic, and then you're like, oh, I woke up now. Maybe it's the other way around. Maybe the thing that you were experiencing before you closed your eyes was the dream, and then when you awoke was was actually the dream. There's nothing to tell me that I'm not in a coma right now. Right? Isn't that crazy? That would throw my mind into a fucking fit of spiraling in rage. Like, really, though, what if I was in a coma? You I would, would never know. I would never know. Maybe we're both in comas. Maybe the whole world... Maybe we're all dead. Maybe we died in 2012. And that's how you bring it around. <laughs> Uh, there's another one there that I want to touch on just before we end the episode here, because this is, I ask a lot of people this question. I, I don't know if you know this about me, uh, because we don't really talk about it because I don't go on dates anymore, right? Mm. And you've never really known me to be a, a, a person who dates. Like you've seen me with people, yeah. but you wouldn't, I wouldn't consider them dates. I was like with them and blah, blah, blah. And like, it was a whole messy situation. But the dates that I've been on and the dates I used to go on when I was younger and these like... I adopted this probably when I was around uh, 13. It was this weird, weird thing that I had. I don't know if I've seen it somewhere or whatever. And I've been on a couple dates, like, in my adult years, like, when we used to live in Alberta. And I always do this on first dates. And sometimes it weirds people out and sometimes it doesn't. But I like to ask them... This is kind of off topic for what I'm going with here. But I like to ask them... I like to play this game where we ask each other uh, either five or ten questions... Whatever question you want to ask me, and I have to answer it truthfully, and 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 like to the best of my my ability, I have to answer that question completely and utterly truthfully. And you can ask as deep a question or as shallow a question as you want, but once it's asked, I have to answer it, and then you're down a question. It's a fun thing. That's not bad. And this is a question. So it's kind of related. This is a question that I do like to ask sometimes. That maybe is a weird question to ask somebody on a first date, right? What is love to you? There are so many different answers that I've heard over the years. There's so many, and it, and, it, and it always varies person to person. What does love mean to you? I think love is just finding someone that you can be comfortable with. That's a good answer. And being content. It's a good answer. A lot of people like to have this uh, illusion of grandeur about love. Like, it has to be... Like, I think... I don't know if it stems from movies or if it stems from like romance novels or if it stems from just some some weird picture that you have in your mind that that everything has to be like this perfect scenario, right? Like the picket fence and the and the you know, I bring them home flowers and the and you know like that and like I you know, whatever whatever, whatever have you, right? Yeah. All this movie romantic comedy trope shit, right? But I like this answer that you've given. Because it makes so much more sense to me as a person. Now, again, I'm not saying that if you think that the romantic flowers and all that is love. Like, I'm, I'm not shitting on you for it. But I just don't understand it. Because, well, the answer you gave makes so much more sense to me. Somebody that you can be comfortable around. You're not always worried, like, you're, what does this person think of me? Like, uh, You're you know. free to be your own person. Yeah, you're free to, you're free to be yourself. Because I feel like... No matter who you are, like, yes, there's exceptions, but no matter who you are, I feel like when you go out into the world, you like to put on this, the different best persona. version of yourself. Yes. It's not a different persona so much. I mean, I put on a lot of different personas, but I mean, like a lot of people, there's not a, it's not a different persona they put on so much as it's like this, like, again, a highlight reel, like the best tippy top peak version of you that people 
put on, right? For instance, people who get, uh, I, I would use this analogy. People, it's same thing. You go, you get dressed up, you go, nine chances out of ten, you're going to put on something that's nice, right? Yeah, you put on nice clothes, you try to smell nice, you shower, you, you know, you think about things, you think about things not to say, you're like, oh, I don't want to do this. You don't fart, you don't burp, you don't, you know, you eat really slow and gently and you, you know, you do all this, uh, it's like a, you're trying to give this one little, like 2% of yourself and present that as the entire thing. Yeah. Right. That's, that's what it is. I think that's what you're getting at. That's what I assume. Yeah. I, I think that's, that's a terrible way to go about it. I mean, it doesn't last. It can't last. And then I feel like a lot of relationships fall apart once that illusion is shattered. Because it's like, oh, this isn't the person that I fell in love with or, you know, that I grew to, grew to love and grew to know or whatever. It's like, this is not that person. Well, it is. Those parts are still there. You just don't see them. They're just not only using that piece anymore. You know, they're maybe they snore. Maybe they fucking fart when they laugh, you know? Like, I feel like, love, to me, and this is, it's, again, it's it's subjective Using your word, yeah, <laughs> and it's it's it differs person to person. To me, love is not perfect. No, it's messy. It is love is, it's not easy. It's hard because no matter what you do, you're. It's easy to quote unquote love somebody when nothing goes wrong. When nothing goes wrong, right? It's and when easy you to only love somebody when and when no you problems. only see the traits that you like, when you see the best parts that you like, you if you take a person and you like, you know, you got that scrub tool and you're like, oh no, I don't really like that, and then, you know, I'll get all the good bits and I'll take that right there, and then oh, I love this, but that's not that person. Love to me is hard and it's messy and it's not perfect and it's love to me comes out when things go wrong or or when there's something about this person that I don't agree with or there's something. About, you know, like we have a disagreement or, you know, things like that. And and even though I don't appreciate this one thing they do or I don't appreciate the opinion they have or I don't appreciate, you know, some certain little thing about this person, I can still love them for the entirety of the person that they are. I can yeah. be comfortable. I can be comfortable enough to share my thoughts and share my differences in opinion and they can be comfortable enough to be their own self and I can be comfortable enough to be myself and we still have a love for each other as entire people. And I think that's how I, I feel about love. I agree. Well, And I like to think about things that way. Just because I don't agree with this whole, you know, relationships are perfect and we never fight and we never disagree and we don't have differences of opinion and, you know, all this nonsense that I just feel like is unrealistic and impossible. Yeah. People like to hold impossible standards. I feel like that too. Yeah. But, uh... Yeah, I guess that's where we're in. We'll end her there for today. Sounds good. I think that was a fun episode. I think it was too. It was an interesting conversation, which I like having. It definitely was. I don't like having boring conversations with people. No. No. I feel like we can. That's pick why each... I do the date thing. I feel like we can pick each other's brain pretty good, though. That's why I do that date thing, honestly, because yeah. it opens somebody up more than more you know, than what do you do for work or you know like you know, all, all that regular just. Bullshit. Not bullshit. I mean, I do want to know it, but it's just like this uh, expected conversation that we're supposed to share. Yeah. And I like to break that. I like to have an interesting, deep conversation with somebody. Huh, that's fair. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah. So if you guys want to get hit, uh, if you guys want to keep in touch with the podcast, uh, hit us up on our Instagram, Intertwined Minds. Uh, best way to keep in contact with us would be our uh, Gmail account, intertwinedminds94 gmail.com. Uh, write in. We'll get back to you as soon as we can. Uh, as always, we love you guys. We appreciate you guys. And uh, yeah, keep coming back for more. As always, I'm Captain. And I'm Skip. Make sure you guys tune in next week to hear my thoughts on the world and where we're headed as a society.